Content crazy. I am your host, David C. As always, hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C. As always, and in today's episode, the Mavericks get their first. Statement win of the season against a very good Utah Jazz team. And where do we go from here? So, Mavs fans, this was a great game for the Mavericks. This is one we had to have. Early in this season, we can't really say that we've made any real statement wins. We beat a Memphis Grizzlies team pretty bad uh, in that one. And that was on the second night of a back-to-back. They were playing really hot to that point, but... Obviously, they were due for kind of a letdown game, and the Mavericks put it on them by 41 points in that victory. But this was against a really good Utah Jazz team this season, a team that no one really expected to be anything this year. Turned out to be very, very good so far in this early portion of the season. Giving up Rudy Gobert, giving up Donovan Mitchell, and they still have found a way to be very competitive and just a very good team uh, in the Western Conference this year, which is kind of surprising. I don't think anyone expected that once those trades were made. But they have a player in Laurie Markkinen who is a bona fide star, a very good young player, a very good young talent. And Malik Beasley's playing very well for them. Mike Connolly is having a resurgence year after a couple down seasons with Utah over the last few seasons. But um, they're a good young team, and the Mavericks had to uh, prove themselves in this game as. In the first quarter, which is becoming a regular theme for the Mavericks, the Mavericks got down by as much as, I believe, 14 points in the first quarter, which has become kind of of a normal thing for the Mavericks. We seem to get down early a lot in games now. Hopefully that's something that we can get turned around. Hopefully it's something that won't continue. But in this early part of the season, we seem to struggle when it comes to the first quarter. We just don't seem to have it. Other than Luka, (laughs) there's not a whole lot of first quarter scoring that happens for the Mavericks. We don't really have our legs under us early in games, and we have to find our way as the game goes on. As we've seen over the last four games, I want to say, we get down even to teams that aren't as good as us talent-wise. We seem to get down to them early in games and have to fight our way back into it. And at least in this game, the Mavericks did do that. They found a way to fight. They found a way to get themselves back in it after being in another early hole. And a lot of it had to do with the very end of the second quarter where the Mavericks made a run to get back into it. Because at the five-minute mark remaining in the fourth quarter, the Mavericks were down by 10. And it just wasn't looking that good. We we had a lot of concern. We had a lot of worries. I know everyone right now is uh, overreacting to almost anything and everything that the Mavericks do in this early part of the season. You see so many people on social media and all over the place asking, why are some of these players in the game? Why is... Uh, Maxi Kleba in the game at the end of the game to close when Christian Wood is playing so good. Why is Bullock in the game as much as he is? He's not the defender he was last year. And I'm just going to say things will come together, Mavs fans. We will see a better defensive team. There is just so much that needs to be um, 
cleaned up on the defensive end, and I believe that will happen. We're just, uh, this is what, the seventh game of the season, so we have plenty of time to clean it up, make it better, make this team better, and be ready as uh, we get into the later part of the season. But we're just not there yet, but that's okay, because we have a superstar who is helping lead the way right now. After all these early season woes, after everything that's happened, the Mavericks, after this win, taking down the Utah Jazz 103-100, to are now 4-3 and three on the season. And when you think about it that way, it's really not that bad. We only have three losses to start the season. We got four wins. And we are a team that will continue to get better, especially when you have a player like Luka, who in this game, Luka now with his seventh game in a row to start a season passing Michael Jordan of 30 points or more. Luka scored 33 points in this one with five rebounds and 11 assists, going 12 of 20 from the field and two of six from the three-point line, along with two steals. Now, this is absolutely amazing when you're thinking about what Luka Doncic has done so far this season. He is probably shooting about 20% from the three-point line in this early portion of the season and is still averaging 36 points per game, along with nine rebounds and nine assists. It's absolutely absurd what he's doing early in this season. He is putting up insane numbers without hitting any three-point shots, and that is unheard of in the current NBA settings as it stands right now. Every player that scores a lot of points scores it because of three-point shot making. Luka is doing it as if he is Shaq right now. He's doing it in the low post, in the paint, where he's just bully-balling anyone who's defending him in there, whether it be big, whether it be someone who's smaller. It doesn't matter. Luka's getting all that he wants in the paint every time he goes down in there. And it's amazing to watch, to watch him go in there and play, uh, like I said, an older center type of style while in the paint, but he's a point guard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absurd is what it is, but Luka is just that good. And he's leading this Maverick team right now to the record that we currently have. Now, we did have a very good game from Spencer Dimwitty in this one, and he definitely needed it from him, especially late in the game where we just needed some points, some easier points to happen for us to get back in it. And it was thanks to his ability to drive and get in the paint and finish around the rim that helped the Mavericks climb back into it and, and pull out this victory in the fourth quarter. You can't say enough about what Spencer Dimwitty is doing this season, averaging almost 17 points a game so far, along with three assists and four around four rebounds so and while shooting over 40 percent from the three-point line so Spencer Dinwiddie has given you everything you could have asked for I I know I, I don't even want to say his name anymore he he to me he's just he who shall not be named when we're talking about uh, a former Maverick point guard who is no longer with the Mavericks anymore who's now with the New York Knicks everyone wants to talk about him and what we lost when he went over there and still bring his name up but you really can't fault Spencer Dinwiddie for the performance he's putting out early in this season. He's playing up to and beyond what we would need from him to cover that position now with the loss of that player that went off to New York. So Spencer Dinwiddie having a great start to this season, really, really playing well for this Maverick team. And again, someone who's just going to continue to progress as the game goes on. He's finding his way as well. There's a lot of new things with this Mavericks team this year. 
One of them being that Spencer Dinwiddie is going to have the ball in his hands a bit more, and he has to decide whether he's going to pass or score. And I think he's trying to figure that role out. Sometimes he tries to be a little overpassive and doesn't look to be as aggressive when he should be. Because first things first, Spencer Dinwiddie is a scorer. He is a dynamic slasher and a guy who can finish around the rim in a lot of creative ways. So we need him to be that and then look to facilitate off of that. But so far early, he's kind of, uh, you know, figuring all that out because he, he definitely could score up more than what we've seen so far in this early portion of the season. And I expect that to change and continue to get better. Now, when we're talking about the starters in this uh, in this game and really just the early part of the season, we're not getting a lot of other production from any of the other starters other than Spencer Dinwiddie and Luka Doncic. Again, Luka averaging 35, Spencer averaging almost 17, and then you're getting almost nothing from the other three guys out there when it comes to the offensive end of the court. Now, defensively, we know what they bring. Even though it may not look that impressive to start in this early part of the season, Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith, we know are our best defenders and our guys that we're going to need as this season goes on. These guys are great shooters, but are just struggling right now from the three-point line. They will get it turned around. Um, and again, this is just, it's easy for me to keep saying this, but this is what this Maverick team looked like last season as well. When you look at the beginning half of last season, the Mavericks were not playing that well. Our defense was not that good. Reggie Bullock was a guy everyone was wondering, why did we bring him to Dallas? Because he's not fitting in. He's not making shots. He's not playing good defense, but what ended up being one of the best defenders in the playoffs altogether. Even though tonight in this one, in 29 minutes, Bullock only had three points, two rebounds, and one assist, going one of four from the three-point line. We know it's not great. We know it needs to improve, and I believe it will. It just got to come together for this Maverick team. Dorian Finney-Smith. Another player who we are expecting big things from this year just got his contract extension with the Mavericks, not playing that great in his 26 minutes, had four points and two rebounds, going two of six from the field and 0 of three from the three-point line. Now, again, I don't expect these two guys to go out there and put up huge scoring performances on a nightly basis for the Mavericks. That's not what I'm expecting at all because that's not their game. But they have to be able to hit their open shots when Luka finds them because they are going to get wide open looks. We learned this last season as the Mavericks had the most wide open looks from the three-point line in the NBA. I mean, and when I mean wide open, a player was not even within three feet of them when they're taking that three-point shot. That's how wide open players were when taking three-point shots for the Mavericks last season. That will continue this year. That is already continuing this year. And... These two guys just have to be able to hit those shots when they're open. Those shots will start to fall. It will start to come together. And uh, this member team will definitely improve. Now, one guy that we are expecting a bit more from this season, and so far we just haven't seen it, is JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee in this game only played eight minutes, had four points and two rebounds, going two of two from the field. It, it's a weird situation with JaVale McGee right now. He just does not appear to be fitting in with the Mavericks as a starter, as an energy guy, as a glue guy. He's not fitting really any of those needs currently on the roster to the point where the Mavericks are having to now bring back Dwight Powell to play more minutes now to kind of help this Maverick team get what they need from the center spot because McGee is just struggling right now. Hopefully this will improve. Hopefully 
this will get better with JaVale McGee. I'm not going to say it's going to because we don't know a whole lot about him. He hasn't been with the Mavericks up until this season. He has been with numerous other teams, which don't get me wrong. He's had great roles with those other teams. He is a was a big part of them winning some of the championships that they got. But so far here in Dallas, Older McGee is just not fitting in and he's just not being that energy defensive guy that we were kind of hoping he would be when we brought him here to Dallas to be the starter. That still can change. That can improve, but that remains to be seen whether or not that will actually happen. But in the meantime, you do have other bigs that we can go to now who are playing well for the Mavericks coming in off the bench. And of course, as I said, the return of Dwight Powell to more minutes in the Maverick rotation, helping them out there as well. But we can't go any further without talking about the main guy off the bench this season for the Mavericks, the guy that we're depending on to be so much who has been a little off the last few games, who has definitely improved in this game and is someone who is going to continue to improve as the season goes in, coming off the bench for the Mavericks, and that is Christian Wood. And we'll get into what he did along with the rest of the bench up next after the break. So, Mavs fans, with... Our bench obviously being changed now with the rotations with Spencer Dinwiddie in the starting lineup with Dwight Powell now being pushed to the bench because of the additions that the Mavericks have brought in. You have a few guys now who should be able to produce for the Mavericks coming in off the bench and should be able to give you a bit more energy because they're not playing as heavy minutes as they were last season or even especially so in the playoffs. And that starts with players like Maxi Kleba and Tim Hardaway Jr., who we know Tim Hardaway wasn't here last season. He didn't uh, get to help the Mavericks during their playoff run. Maxi Kleba was a huge part of that playoff run and played heavier minutes for the Mavericks off the bench. But hopefully with the addition of McGee in the starting lineup and as things hopefully get better for him, these guys won't have to play as much. But the one guy who no matter what is going to get his minutes, going to get his touches and play a lot for the Mavericks is Christian Wood coming in off the bench as the backup big as Wood played 23 minutes in this game coming in had 21 points 10 rebounds going 10 of 15 from the field but only one of five from the three-point line Christian Wood is a guy who can give you so much in the painted area it's definitely unique for the Mavericks this season to have a guy who can just come in and just dominate in the low block area the way we've seen him do early in this season it's not what we're used to seeing in Dallas. We're not used to seeing uh, our center position get the ball, do a couple of moves down there in the post, and then finish at the rim, if not dunk over people. Uh, it's 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 a refreshing thing to see here in Dallas because we haven't had a lot of it over the past few years. As I stated, Dwight Powell was our starter for so long and just wasn't that guy. He's an energy guy. He knows where his position is on the court when we're talking about Dwight Powell. But he's not a guy you could just feed the ball to and say, hey, go get me a point here to help us on this run. That's not Dwight Powell's game. It's not something he could really do for the Mavericks. But now with Christian Wood, you have someone that can just easily make a move and score on smaller guys or take a defender uh, while in the low block area. And it's lovely to see. It's great to see Wood, too, also contributing a little bit on the defensive side uh, again. When we're talking about defense, we know Wood has his limitations. We know coming into the season, he wasn't a great defender. 
But we have players like Maxi Kleba who are great defenders off the bench who can still help him at that center spot. I know early in this season, I see so many things. I hear so many things about everyone saying, why doesn't Wood stay on the court? Why don't we just trade baskets as opposed to just trying to play defense? Because Wood may not be a great defender, but he's a great offensive player. So if the other team scores, we can just lean on Wood to continue to score for the Mavericks to make it up that way. That's a little bit harder to do, especially when you're talking about trying to be a, a real contender this season. You want to make sure your defense is what it needs to be. You want to make sure that they are able to tie themselves together and play tight lockdown defense late in games. And right now, Christian Wood cannot give you that. Maxi Kleba, as we've seen, even in this game, can defend smaller guys, can move his feet, can be a great defender, can be a great help defender, and does so much for the Mavericks. And let's not forget, Maxi Kleba can hit threes too if he's open. So it's a matter of being comfortable with who we have out there at the end of games. Jason Kidd is figuring out the rotations. Christian Wood probably will end up being a guy who ends the games for the Mavericks uh, as the season moves forward. But for now... Kids kind of just trying to go with a little bit of familiarity early in the season to make sure that we get some of these wins. And that is putting in Maxi Kleba as the starting center at the end of games to help the Mavericks secure some of these victories. And I get it. Christian Wood is a, a, a good guy and he is someone who is going to be a big role for the Mavericks late in games, later in the season, and especially in the playoffs. But we need to kind of work him in there, work in the schemes and things like that. Matter of fact, I was having a discussion with a guy at the Maverick game last night where I was trying to explain there's so much that's different for this Maverick team. Even though we've brought back a lot of the same guys, the addition of a few guys along with Tim Hardaway Jr. and Josh Green now playing heavier minutes off the bench, it changes the Mavericks rotation. It changes the scheme defensively and it changes what we were able to do last season because they're not as comfortable out there on the defensive side. They have to figure things out a little bit more. They have to uh, get themselves acclimated to the style of defense that Jason Kidd wants them to play, where to be positioned on the court while playing defense, while watching the ball and not losing themselves out there. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to change. Remember, last season, we were a horrible defensive team to start the year, and even coming into the year, we were known as a team that didn't really play defense. Kidd improved that in the second half of the season and made us what we were in the playoffs. And I think that will continue this year too. It just is going to take a little time. But in the meantime, the Mavericks are still playing good basketball and getting contributions from players like Christian Wood, who are big pieces of this this team this season. Now, Tim Hardaway Jr. is struggling in this early part of the season, finding his legs, finding his shot. Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, it was kind of funny. I got to get, uh, go down tonight um, and high-five the players as they were walking back into the locker room at halftime. And while being down there, Tim Hardaway Jr. at halftime while walking back to the locker room was so upset with himself that he kicked one of the stanchions back there and punched another one. It was very upset. It was uh, you know, good to see some emotion from him. But Tim Hardaway Jr. in this game just absolutely struggled. In 21 minutes, only had three points one rebound and two assists going one of nine from the field and that being one three-point shot that was made as he went one for six from the three-point line as well. Timmy is struggling. He is definitely 
uh, having a hard time finding his way back this season. I still hope that he will get his legs back, and once he does, that he'll be a lot better. Because remember, he is coming off a pretty serious injury, so we don't expect him to be 100% early in the season, but we still want him and expect him to be a big part of the bench. Just think about it. If you can get Tim Hardaway Jr. to average anywhere near 15 points like he normally did for the Mavericks prior to the injury, and then you have a player like Christian Wood who's capable of averaging 20 off the bench, you'll have some dynamic scoring right there from those two. And hopefully that will continue to improve for both of them. But we'll, we'll see what happens uh, with Tim Hardaway Jr. as the season goes on. If he can't improve, maybe he's a trade piece at the deadline. But then again, who's going to want a player getting paid as much as he does? And he's not playing particularly well. So hopefully things will get better for Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, we'll, we'll just continue to, to, to hope good things for him as the season goes on. Now, as I said, Maxi Kleba is our basically our starter at this point. He's played 25 minutes in this game, but he didn't give you any points. He didn't even attempt to take a shot in this game, but he did have five rebounds, one assist, and two blocks, playing good defense for the Mavericks the way we need Maxi to. There are going to be some nights when Maxie's going to light it up, hitting a bunch of three-point shots. But in a game like this, we didn't need him to score. We just needed him to play defense, which he did. And really uh, being the defensive center that the Mavericks were expecting JaVale McGee to be this season. But it's all right. I I, I am fine with Maxie not scoring any points as long as he's playing solid defense. Now, the other center that we were talking about and. Man, it still kills me that I'm talking about him this season as a de facto starter and a player who's getting heavy minutes for the Mavericks is Dwight Powell. I did not expect to say that this season. I was really hoping that I wouldn't because I wanted him to be pushed to just the garbage time center. But with McGee playing um, not as good as we're, we were hoping in the early part of the season, now we're seeing Dwight Powell make some... Uh, Things happen for the Mavericks when he's out there in the time that he's given. As Dwight Powell actually doubled JaVale McGee in minutes in this game, playing 19 minutes, scored nine points, and had five rebounds. I mean, he's scoring more than McGee, and he had more rebounds than McGee, which is something that I really wouldn't expect to see from uh, Dwight Powell this season. But hey, hey, we have to take what we can get from the center spot, and it really doesn't matter who's giving it to us as long as they're playing with energy and helping on the defensive end, which Powell definitely did and helped change the game a little bit in the second quarter when the Mavericks needed a little bit of a spark to get back in it. Now, when we're also talking about the bench, there's only one other player who's getting any sort of minutes, and he's been very good for the Mavericks this season, and that is Josh Green. I was very skeptical when I heard Luca before the season started Talk about how Josh Green has improved, how he's going to take a step forward this season and really help the Mavericks out. I really didn't know if I could believe in that. But hey, so far in this season, Josh Green has played extremely well as he's been a plus over 60 so far on the plus minus when it comes to him uh, being on the court for the Mavericks. I believe he's a plus 68 now after this game in his minutes out there on the court, which is absolutely impressive. Uh, he plays with high energy, and he is knocking down some three-point shots this year. Josh Green played 19 minutes off the bench, had six points and one rebound, going two of three from the three-point line. So his only two shots that he made were three-pointers, and he plays with a high motor out there. And it's something that we do miss as a team. We don't have that really 
high energy guy that can go out there and do a lot of things. But Josh Green is becoming that player for the Mavericks this season, and hopefully that will continue. But they all played well in this game. Everyone had played their role to a T with the exception of Tim Hardaway Jr., who just missed a bunch of shots. Other than that, Powell played his role extremely well. So did Josh Green. Maxi Kleba played the defensive center that we asked him to be. Christian Woods scored a lot of points for the Mavericks. And the roles are starting to be defined a bit more for these Dallas Maverick players. Once they get their shots to start falling, we are going to be looking like a team that is dangerous this season. So a great win for the Mavericks taking down this uh, Utah Jazz team 103 to 100 and doing it on a night where we didn't shoot particularly well from the three-point line is impressive. The Mavericks only shot 29% from the three-point line in this game, and that's something that definitely doesn't happen a whole lot for the Mavericks. Um, They're usually a better three-point shooting team than, than that, but we struggled from that area and still found a way to win against a very competitive, a very good Utah Jazz team who is now 6-3 after this loss to the Mavericks. So I'm excited, Mavs fans. We should be excited for what we're seeing and the progress that our team is making and beating a very good Utah Jazz team in this game tonight. 100-103. to And now let's look forward to the next one coming up on Friday against the Toronto Raptors. So great night, a great win. Luka setting another NBA record with his seventh game in a row to start a season over 30 points scored, passing Michael Jordan, putting him fourth all-time on that list. And hopefully he will continue to do that as this season goes on. So that's going to be it for today's episode, Mavs fans. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share with your friends. And I hope you listen in next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.